I need y'all to stop getting on these apps and acting so fucking obtuse. Because what do y'all mean y'all don't know why the kids want to be from the hood? Y'all don't know why they want to be from the struggle so bad. That is what they see. And whatever you see on a day-to-day -day basis, whatever word you speak on a day-to-day -day basis, rather it's in song form or whatever, that shit becomes your reality. These kids want to be hood because that is what they are told is what being black is all about. And y'all love to claim that black people are not monoliths. That's y'all favorite excuse when we have these conversations. Well, if they don't got to represent you, all black people are the same. If that's the case, why in school, if you didn't have the newest Jordans or Nikes or the North Faces, why were you picked on for that shit? Let's keep it a stack. Because it's cool to be from the hood now or from the trenches. But a lot of people from the hood, the hood kids, y'all were some of the biggest bullies. At least that was my experience. I had to defend myself from hood bitches every day. Meanwhile, we from the same hood. I had to fight tooth and nail every day because I think I'm better than you. Even though we go to the same school, was raised on the same block and born in the same hospital. It wasn't that I thought I was better. It's because I did things differently. I was myself as a person and I didn't let people tell me who I should be as a black person in society. The same with the black boys. If you and you was smart in school, let you be a black nerd. Oh, baby, you was picked on for that shit. Let's be for real. The second that you, as a black person, act outside of the norm, you are picked on by your own people. You can see that today. The second you see a man who is not in the streets every day, who ain't out here robbing and stealing and killing, the second you see a black man who does not fit this idea of what you think masculinity is, now he's gay. Oh, he gay. He gay. Uh-uh. He too feminine for me. I need my man to cheat on me. I need my man to beat on me. That's masculine. The second you see a black woman who rocks her natural hair, oh, she's broke. She's broke. I literally just seen a clip of Santana where he talking about where the bad bitches at? They ain't got no BBLs, no no lashes. They just walk out the house any old kind of way. As black women, we are being told that unless we got a BBL, lip fillers, cheek implants, we selling our bodies, we got wigs, lashes, and nails, that we're not bad bitches. And in order for us to feel desirable about ourselves, we have to praise things outside of us. That black women are so worthless that we will sacrifice our own mental health just to be with a man who is dragging us through hell for some money. That's what y'all praise. Promiscuity, degeneracy, violence towards your own people. And then y'all get on here and act like you don't know why these kids want to be from the struggle. Stop. 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 I'm tired of lying about this shit, bro. Y'all know exactly why these kids are the way they are. And we love to blame it on just the parents. And it is on the parents. It is. It is. Some of these people promoting these images, they're parents. They parents too. They got motherfucking kids. I know one that's pregnant with one as we fucking speak. And they promote violence and sex and very explicit things to their very young audiences. And we just, well, let's talk about white celebrities. Well, what about this white celebrity? Y'all know exactly what's going on. You just don't have the balls to call it out. 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 Call it out.
to another episode of the Study Fucking Hall podcast. What's good, niggas? What's poppin'? I'm here with my guys. I'm here with my bros. It's your boy, Meech. I'm here with Martian, and I'm also here with my man, Stray. Um, Piglets. And I'm back, motherfuckers. What's What's up, man? What's up, man? My boy. My boy back from rehab, you know. Missed you niggas, man. Missed the people, man. All that. Oh, first first and foremost, I want to send a, send a big shout out to my guy, Kai, um, for hey. filling in for me. Um, appreciate that. It's always good to, we have our team, but then we got even more, right? Like, our, our character's going to come and stand through for us. Uh, two, you need to bring your ass back, too. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, you, you know that. Kai. Hey, me and Kai so are like, I just don't understand. I want the people to know that these two gentlemen that I'm on would never let me get so many nerd references off that they let him get. I was editing that last podcast so mad. They let him get so, I know for a fact Dre would never let me get as many. I've been that bitch. Got the author fist while I'm editing this shit because Kai was making some fire ass just now, how you gonna sit here and say, y'all, I never said that you couldn't get your anime shit off because I'm an anime Bro. nerd too, nigga. What the fuck are you saying to me? Hey, Dre listen, is the only one that don't know anime like that. I just found out Dre like the boys. That was crazy. But I was just like, what the I fuck? Like, they letting this man really get his shit off. But okay. Anyways. Uh, I never said you couldn't get your rocks back, off. Man. I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be back, man. Good fucking with the bros, the little bros. You feel me? I just want the record to say, I don't shame you for your nerd takes. I just be so surprised that at your elder age, you can recall some of these younger (laughs) anime back in the gap. You know, I thought y'all anime was like Tom and Jerry and shit. Like, I didn't know that y'all. Oh, that Tom and Jerry anime is absolutely fucking insane. That is that's but that's no big get your nerd shit on, man. You know, we all grown, man. We can't get beat up no more for being nerds. So please flourish. Right. Do well, never got anybody that's listening to this from the city, you can go ahead and co-sign. Never got beat up for none of that shit. All right. Let's Ooh. let's go ahead and nip that shit Ow. in the butt early. Yeah. This big meat, not the little one. You heard? Stop playing. Ooh. Anyway. You look at your neighbor and tell him, neighbor, anyways. I'm not the one to fuck with. Wow. See how you come back and niggas try to play all your top shit crazy. Oh, Paul. Wow. Anyway, we gonna wow. do <laughs> we gonna do we gonna do some check-ins. You know what I'm saying? I want to check in with my guys, even though I want y'all to know I'm still talking to my guys if it wasn't I wasn't on uh the pie. We still keep in contact, but for the peoples, man, we had a week. Um, let us know how it went. Uh, Marcia, let me start with you. Uh, give me a number and then just tell me universally, you know, mind, body, soul, where you at? Uh, shit. As a whole, I'm still holding at this five. As I said last episode, I'm still waiting on the goddamn shooter drop. Um, I don't know what that's gonna look like, how that's gonna happen, but... Just here at this point again, still Anita Baker giving you the best that I have, whatever I have. Um, but as a breakdown, physically, I feel like thirties is is starting to catch up to it, nigga. I know I got another what a month and some change before I officially hit thirty. 
But the way that my motherfucking hip has been hurting, my knee has been hurting, my shoulder has been hurting. I'm just like, this ain't it. Because what the fuck? Um, Dre, but, Dre, do you yeah. have anything to say about that? I concur as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Bro, I've been, say, I've been saying that, though, that 30, I just feel <laughs> different. Pause. Like, I just. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying, but y'all, I, mean, I don't understand what y'all mean by that. What do y'all mean? So, so I'm gonna actually say what I mean. Like for me, like so I don't know how to pronounce this goddamn tendon, but it runs from the side of your from your hip to like the back of your knee. It starts with an I. It's a long ass word. They call it the IT band, but it's like it's a long ass word that I can't pronounce. But when I tell you that motherfucking tendon is rubbing against my hip bone, that that shit hurts so bad that I have to limp to walk. And it's not just hurting on my, it's hurting my left hip, but like, it's also, like I said, connected to the back of your knee, apparently. And the right, my right knee has been hurting as well in the back. And so I'm just like, bro, I don't know what the fuck is happening, how this shit even got started. I just know, like, maybe, I think when I was still, I think this happened when I was still living in D.C., maybe. Um... It just started hurting out of nowhere, and I don't know how to fix it, when to get it fixed, where to get it fixed. But it be like shit like that, or like you wake up and shit just hurt. Like, you know, it be like, did I fight myself in my sleep last night? Did I trip down the steps or something? Like, what the fuck happened? But it, it's it's shit like that. Like, I don't I don't know what to do with this. But yeah, that <sighs> it's, it's a lot. <laughs> but okay. but yeah, so physically, that's what it is. Um. Like I said, mentally and emotionally, I'm I'm still going twelve rounds of fighting with depression per usual. Um, I've been applying for jobs, um, and so we'll see how that turns out. Um, and I've, I guess I can say I'm digging myself out the hole. Um, I've started back doing research, which if you follow me on Instagram, which shout out to the people who have who do follow me on Instagram and have responded to this already, but. My intuition told me that I needed to get back into research mode. And like when I say research mode, I mean like dissertation level type research mode. Uh, not that I'm getting back in anybody's doctoral program anytime soon, depending on how, you know, the next foreseeable future goes. But I just feel the need to get back into this research mode, just looking at like my core people. And mostly my male friends. I, it, I noticed that a lot of us are going through a lot at the same time. And a lot of us are dealing with the same issue. And so I'm doing research on decolonizing black masculinity. Um, and so to the people who follow me on Instagram, I asked some questions as far as like how has the idea of being a man or being masculine impacted you? And I've gotten some great feedback so far. So um, if you want to respond to that, I'm going to probably be reposting it. Um, and I actually might post it on the podcast page too. So niggas can respond on there too. But yeah, I'm back in research mode. Like, like I ain't never left. So I guess it's doing me some justice. It's allowed me to get out of my head and to make the best of my situation. But yeah, man, outside of that, like literally still waiting on the other shoe to drop. So I don't want to say I'm okay yeah, and I'm good. Okay, okay. Or shit, just come back. So yeah. Yo, Dre. Dre Ski. What's up? Um, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I what would I say? Shit, I probably say about a some 
Yeah, by the some mm, primarily uh when they get cold, you know, a sense of uh laziness just kick in. You don't really want to do too much moving. You get real stagnant. So just trying to shake that off in the thick, well not even the thick, in the beginning of the season. Y'all know I talk about that every week. So that's um kind of keeping me upbeat, keeping me going. Um you know, holiday times it's it's well when you a parent boy, this shit is not for the weak heart. I say that. You got Family, kids, don't be, don't have a, a partner or a girlfriend, fiance. Oh, Lord. So it's all those things just keep tallying up. So I'm just like, I got like a running calculator in my head. Like every day, I'm like, shit, I need to move some around. I need to, what Kevin Hart say, move this from a savings to my checkers because it's going to take about four, five days to go through and clear. Because, boy, these, yeah. <laughs> everything is up. Literally yeah. everything is up. Oh, hold on, not to cut you off, but since you here, uh, have you tried the method of what niggas is doing on the socials now, where they say where some dude had posted every time we had sex, I'm gonna put twenty dollars into the jar. So however many times that we we smash determines your your gift. So niggas is out here lie. basically paying for pussy at this point. So have you tried that? I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> if I were with that method. <laughs> <laughs> somebody would be paid. <laughs> somebody would be paid and somebody would. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody ain't. We do that? Hey, it's going to be. I think it got about three full tip jobs. It's going to be some frugal gifts. Not too much on me, Beach. It's going to be some frugal <laughs> gifts. You know what I'm saying? But, um, nah, I ain't. That's a, <laughs> that's a funny idea. I think, um, I do like this uh, this idea of I've been talking to some parents and they've been like uh, <clears throat> up forth with it like, hey, this show this show limit. They even give them an item limit or a like a a number a fiscal number limit. So let's say if I got you know four three four kids, hey, everybody get four hundred dollars, and then from that you kind of decide how you want that four hundred to spend. Or if you say, hey, everybody get to pick four things. And everybody from there just go and pick they foe. Like, I kind of like that idea of it. Because when you got, and my family not even big. It's just the immediate family, the ones I'm around. It's like yeah, about seven or eight, seven or eight folks. So it's like, man, you got that many people doing it like that just kind of makes sense. But all in all, man, you know, it's, it's the holiday, man. I got two weeks to win a break. I'm trying to count down, hold on to it, and just thug it out. So. Can't complain. Another day above ground. Another day to get to it. So all in all, I'm I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? Solid seven. Um, Lord Michi, King of the Nerds. Talk talk to us, man. Where, where, where you at with it? Frame King uh, of the Nerds. Emotionally and emotionally, mentally, uh, I'm at an eight. Physically, I'm at a goddamn. Five. Holy. Um the thing about I don't know. Obviously, I'm 35. Y'all just hitting 30. So it's kind of crazy that y'all sound like this. Cause this shit just the little things just <laughs> get the fuck. This shit just started sneaking up on me at this age. Like 30. I wasn't, I mean, mentally, I felt way more wiser. I felt like I 
You know, it was like a almost like a teenage uh, renaissance again, where you think you know, like, oh shit, okay, when you hit twenty five versus what you thought you know from like eighteen to twenty four. And you hit that 25, 26, and be like, bro, I ain't no shit for real. Nah, I do. But then you hit 30, there's a whole nother renaissance of like, oh, shit. Like, I actually do know what the fuck. Man. But by, my, my body-wise, it just be little. Every year, just be one little thing. And I'm like, I just ignore it. I'm cool. Because it'll come, and it'll be shitty for a day, and then it just go away. Like, all right, I'm straight. I was straight. I was just being a little bitch or some shit like that. But nah, bro. I'm starting to get to the point to where, like, I got to actually start thinking about what I'm ingesting as far as food and all this shit now. So I'm like, it's kind of, it's sad. It's a sad day. But uh, mentally. And it don't help that the food in the United States is garbage, too. It, 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 well, it yeah, don't like, help. You got you to gotta break the bank to get, like, actual like, decent. Borderline healthy, basic, decent yeah, shit. Yeah, nah, right. it's, yeah. Oh, I see that from my vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, all them, all my type of friends that's like that. I already know. They spend way more money. I could just go oh, buy. Oh, trust me. I know. You I know was I was part of that life for like four years. And then I was like, yeah, bro, this shit I ain't, ain't doing. Yeah. It's, it's um, not it. But yeah, so uh, physically, I'm, 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 I'm trying to shake back. I didn't go to work on Friday. I was just like, bro, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I had to coach my whole game Thursday. At a 90 degree angle because my stomach, I was having like, I don't know what the fuck was going on. But I had my hands on my knees like coaching from there, bro. Niggas thought I was tired. Like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, you know, and we ain't going to talk about that game because we had 500 still. But it was a game that we for sure, A, was a rivalry. I had a nigga, Dre, we already talked about this. So I ain't going to say too much. But it for my coaches out there, it was one of those games where everybody on the fucking team is losing their goddamn mind. All right. Everybody losing their goddamn mind. Even the ones that you feel like is reliable. They all fucking losing their mind. And we lost. And one day we could talk about, and we kind of did, but like with Kai, but like one day we're going to talk about these generations of athletes that's coming up. I'm not going to say the ones that's pros now, but the ones that's coming up. I don't know, gang. I don't know if we just going to see too many more flu games or. Too many more 81 point games. Uh, I don't know. The perseverance not there. The resiliency is not there at all. So, but yeah, that's me. You know what I'm saying? I, if I combine it all, I'll say I'm at a smooth seven overall. So, but yeah. Dre, well, you said you, you wanted to change it up. Thank you for, for, pulling, for, for letting us know how you be, brother. I'm pretty sure everybody's like, you know, you like to hear that this nigga is back. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We hope your your prostate exam goes well and all that. So I don't have to get that until five years. I don't have to get that until five, actually six years. Okay, so relax. I thought, I thought that that was... Thanks, no, something. no, I don't. But I'm promoting health and welfare. If you are above 40, please go and get it checked. Yes. If you're above 40, 41 and above, please go make sure you get checked, bro. Cause my a lot of black men have prostate. Yeah. Get, get Unless you are my side of the team and you get your prostate checked, it stop. Let me anyway. Trey, what's All up? Right, Trey. Yo, Trey, 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 you please. Take we got a bell ringer. We got a bell ringer this morning, y'all. I'm gonna just 
you know, pick your brain with just three quick little this or that questions just to see where everybody head at. Maybe get some dialogue discussion going. Um, first, uh, first question: Would you rather um, be? I say millionaire. Let's say um, extremely successful. You could put a a number count on that. Let's say wealthy, wealthy, ten figures and up type wealth. Um, but have or never experienced true love, or would we have true love, a long will and marriage, and never experienced true financial success? The first one. Gotcha. Immediately the first one, because I ain't never touched ten figures. So I want to see what that looked like personally. And if I need I can always find love. And if I don't find it in this in this uh, lifetime, then it wasn't meant to be. But them ten figures, yeah, I need all t- I'll need all ten of them. Amen and amen. Meech? I concur. Concur I need, my, I need my ends. I need my ducats. I need my funds. Large on pesos, yen, moolah, yeah, ducats. Yeah, I all need that. all of that. Huh. Okay. I see what type of time we on. And I would today. want anybody who's in a relationship, but okay, not in a relationship. To, to to go ahead and select that. That's all. You want anybody that's not in a relationship to select that? Or is. It is or isn't. I want everybody to be able to at least t- be able to touch that type of money. Mm, good cleanup. Good cleanup. I like that. I like that. Um, second second question. Second question. Um, don't know everybody's um, stance on religion, whatever the case may be. But let's say after you transition you get up to heaven and you like okay it's lit everything you wanted everything you could imagine is up there but none of your people is up there everybody is down below are you a staying in heaven where it's lit all your wildest fantasies and dreams expectations come true but none of your fam is up there or are you gonna take a trip down south to hell and be with your family um, I'm already in hell, so there's that. Uh, yeah. because it says in the Bible that God casted Satan out of heaven. He never told you that he casted it in hell. So, but beyond that, um, I was already going to hell anyway because homosexual. So there's that. <laughs> um, so you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't getting in no way. So like, I mean. I, 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 I mean, so yeah, I'd rather be where I know I'm gonna be accepted than be in a place full of hypocrites. So there's that. Amen. Amen. Meet. Mm. Take me to the king. <laughs> Fuck them folk. Hey, what you mean? I'm going man. to. I'm staying in heaven. I don't have much to bring. Fuck you talking about. I see y'all so you salute. You just said fuck us. Okay. I see how it is. My Meech. heart's torn in peace. I see why. Because you just said fuck us. I see how it is. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's my offering. What you want me to do? Yes, bro. I'm out. <laughs> salute. It's been real. It's been real. I'm not going down there with thank you, niggas. Fuck thank you for letting us know where we stand, Meech. Oh, God. Let me tell you where you don't stand. In heaven with me. All right? Next question. <laughs> All right, I got uh, one, maybe two more. All right, um, everyone, would you rather receive a hundred k 
guaranteed, no taxes, no nothing, um, or flip a coin with the chance to win $10 million. 100K offer it. I can flip that to get 10. I'm a, I'm a Memphis nigga. Sorry. My, my. <laughs> I mean, it's like and you know that ain't that even enough. Gambler bug is fucking itching, gang. <laughs> that, that, fuck, I'm gonna take the hundred k just cause I'm not a lucky nigga, bro. I'm not late. <laughs> when it comes to shit like that, that's why I don't do sports gambling. I don't do none of that shit, bro. I'm not a lucky nigga, so I'm gonna just go ahead and take the what I can get, bro. Sorry, but ooh wee. The nigga right next to me that chose the coin and I watch him win that shit, I'm just like, yeah. You're going to be heated. Yeah, it is what it is, bro. Okay, okay. All right. Um, Last one. Uh, Let's see how I'm going to put this. Hmm. All right, yeah. You on a, a, a camping trip. You got the fam. You got your partner. Mom, dudes, kids, whatever the case may be. Something happened. I don't know. I ain't going to get specific. Unfortunate scenario, you can only save one. You saving mom, dukes, or you saving your partner? I'll go first. Yes, please do, because I don't have an answer. Wow, the silence is is loud. <laughs> oh, we niggas can't think nowadays. See, that's the problem. Y'all move too fast in this day and age. Y'all don't sit there and let it marinate. That's, that's why the, the problem kids with y'all. That's why the kids fell in there. Oh, man. Listen, all right. I'm going to keep it real. Shout out to my dukes. I'm going to say the answer that she would want me to say. I'm going to say my partner. All right? That's just natural. If I would, if I was the dad, the grandfather in this, in this thing, right? My daughter had her. I would want her to save her guy. Now, nah, hold on. If them niggas been together like two months, it depends on how long they, like how long, how they, if they locked in. Because if it's just two months or something, this nigga going on with us on a family trip and this shit, no, bro, you got come on. But two like, years. if it's like two years, two years, two years long enough. They two years. Do I like this nigga? If I like him, yeah, sure. I will. Wow. Like, okay. Cool, cool. Like, cause my mom fucks with my girl, so I'm gonna tell you. My mom's would say she is, she is, she is a selfless lady. She would be like, "No, you need to save so and so. I live my life. Y'all need to go and live your life." That's what she gonna say. So I'ma respect her wishes. Cool boy. Like. They- they cleaned, they cleaned you up in rehab. My boy came back with all the right in rehab. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Oh, I was not in rehab. What are the fuck he talking about? Oh, yeah. My fault, y'all. Get, get that. Edit that out. Um, Martian. Oh, I what, will. <laughs> Martian, what you picking? Uh, I'm saving myself. Um... <laughs> He said he gonna save himself and let both of them die, so he wow. don't have to explain to anybody. <laughs> wow. Somebody said, gotta live to tell the story. Somebody gotta live to tell the story. So I mean, is that even an say- option? Why did why he always that kid in the class? Was that an option? <laughs> I'm gonna bleep this I out. But shout out to you, that kid. All right, you that kid. If a flying fuck, if it was or wasn't an option, goddammit. Yes, my teachers hated me because I was the child that stepped outside the box. Yes, I got in trouble for it too, and I don't give a shit. I'm saving my goddamn self. 
Because I deserve, as Mama Diva say, and in that order. Well, thank you all for participating in this this or that bell ringer. Uh, <laughs> right back with Rapping with the Homies. Stay tuned, y'all. Hey. Sh- Yo, 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 and we are back uh, to the to the study hall podcast. Appreciate you, Welcome man. Back to the uh, quick little break. Had to take a quick little break. Um, we getting into rapping with the homies, and I ain't gonna lie, not too much. But you know, I missed a lot of good talks. But y'all, y'all, y'all did y'all fucking thing last week. But hey. as the world gonna spin, niggas will be doing some stupid shit anyways. Or things will come up where we, you know, we want to talk about. So, this first topic I want to bring up, I don't know. I, I, I seen, I seen this in, in what's going on with me. But uh, we gonna, we gonna talk about uh, Ti and his son. So a real, real, super quick recap. Um, Ti and his son had got into it. Uh, in a verbal altercation, which kind of led into like I won't say a physical altercation for real, for real, um, but it kind of ended where you kind of seen a little physical between uh, mom was dead, tiny, um, and it started from like any other <laughs> nigga moment. I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, it started from it being jokes going back and forth. Somebody got offended. They talking about you know. You know, but he exposed a lot of things. Or I don't know if exposed, but like I'm not gonna say everything he didn't say was true. Um, but I guess, I guess the question that started to arise for I guess me to present to the rest of the fellas is like, what is, when is the time that you finally put your foot down for maybe long-standing jokes or long-standing things that like. When did you finally let your family know to stop embarrassing you in public? So I, I said that purposely. Um, I don't think I ever had this, uh, like this moment. But at the same time, uh, I feel like I've been the the butt of that sometimes. Like my dad, he's a real big joker and shit like that. And if you fuck up, it don't matter when you fuck up, he's not going to let you let that shit down. So. When have y'all or have y'all ever put y'all foot down in y'all family to like be like, yo, all right, that shit dead. I'm I'm grown now. How do you let when does that point come or has that point ever come when you let your family know I'm grown now? So it I haven't verbally said it, but y'all know when I leave a place, my energy goes right with it, right? Um I mean, y'all have y'all have been a part of it. Y'all have seen that, right? Um, but I think it, by divine orchestration, happened when I moved to D.C. Um, for those that are close to me, which, I mean, y'all know this, but for the listeners, I had the year 2020 during the pandemic was wild beyond measure for me, not even just because moved to a different portion of the country. Um <clears throat> Um, we was on lockdown and, you know, the Ponder replay was a thing, like all of that shit, right? Excuse me, but that summer, like, what I knew as family kind of fell apart. Um, and I haven't been back since just because I don't, 
feel the need to be around that energy anymore, especially when you see how it hurts you and you kind of notice that other people around you haven't been around and you have a feeling it's been because of that. Like I just haven't gone back around. Now, are there people that I would still give my time and energy to? Sure. But that would be on my own terms. But as far as like me saying, oh, you niggas got me fucked up. I don't feel the need to say it. Like when you don't see me come around for a while, it should make yeah. sense. So Dre, you ever yeah. you ever pressed up to an uncle or anything like that? The one that's used to being like that, oh, that's little Dre, but now it's on some other shit. Um so I think it's it's uh it's twofold for me. So for one, I haven't had to push up on a family member per se owe some serious shit. Um but like I give an example, my dad's side of the family, you know. When we were younger, they used to take like all the kids like out to the country, like big ass acre, two acres of land, just a lot of greenery, uh, four wheelers, dirt bikes, you name it. We used to go out there, have a good time, X, Y, and Z. Being a younger, having a good time. I remember one time I had, um, I guess you could say, shattered myself, or I boo boo, but I didn't wipe the best. Um, so. When I got back to the crib, it's a small-ass shack, and it's about 15 kids. I said, oh, I saw the evidence, tried to throw my underwear away. You know, one of my motherfucking uncles went and found that shit. It was like, who underwear, D? Long story less long, I was doo-doo boy for, uh, Fuck. for, a, couple, for a couple years, X, Y, and Z. Now, granted, I ain't going to say it stuck, but the name stuck to me. It was a joke, hee-hee, here and there. But I think... The way I handled it, I was just like, yeah, I mean, shit, I was young, about eight, nine. It was what it was. I didn't um, I didn't give it too much energy when it was said. And then, like, gradually, you know, it's like when you're dealing with a bully. Like, they going to call you fat for so long, and then people are like, all right, now, nah, it's played out, son. So it's like it just naturally faded itself away. And then I didn't even have to address it. And the older I got, like, the more mature I was handling shit. Niggas didn't even want to bring it up because it was just like, ah, you sound like you hate it now. Folks would be talking about how well I'm doing in school or something. And somebody bring up doo-doo boy. And it just, you like, ah, you on some hating shit. Um, only time I felt like um, my uncle really tried me for real was, like, on some sports shit, some competitive shit. And that's easy for me to, to rectify like, nigga, you, you get out there. I bust your ass. Like, it was straight yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? And they never came. So I was like, don't talk to me. If you can't, if you can't beat me or you can't say shit to me, don't talk to me about it. And that was like the the kind of two extreme incidents I had in my family where I feel like, all right, y'all playing too much or y'all doing too much or y'all just talking shit. Either way, the problem didn't last for too long. Okay. So let me flip it. Let me flip it. All right, because I got two boys, one 16, one 14. Uh, and I'm, I know you pretty much got a son, Clark, and your little brother. And, Dre, I'm sure you got little cousins and shit. Um, what, how do you relinquish that? How do you, are we able to see it? Does this have to happen? Does like Simba have to come back and, and challenge? Cause we see it even in nature, bro. Like eventually they got a challenge for you to see 
they got to make you respect them to some extent, like, as a man. Like, I'm not just going to... I know it's hard. This situation was very much hard because I've been on both sides. Um, outside of being a kid, I just ain't have no silver spoon, which I think, personally, that's a whole nother story of, like, why you getting so triggered by saying you had a silver spoon, but at the same time, he was kind of maybe saying some truth in his shit, too. Like, it was a silver spoon, but, like, was I really there? All that shit, but, like... I'm trying to mentally, this this had me trying to mentally prepare for like when that day, because that day going to come. I don't care how respectful my son is. I don't care how, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to come, but it may it's not going to manifest itself like that. That shit was toxic, but it's going to come. How do I say I acknowledge you, but at the same time, don't fucking play with me because we are hood babies raising suburban kids. That's the goal. I think ultimately we hood babies raising suburban go and they hear the stories that come from us, especially got young boys, right? They'll hear the stories that come from us or come from people that was around us and they start to not idolize that shit, but they wish they had some stripes of some manner. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't know. I, so, I felt TI in that in that manner. So I would say for me, like, because my little brother is now twenty one, right? So the boys the boy can legally buy liquor at this point, right? Um, we never had that that moment where like he felt like he had to buck up to me. But I think what happened in our relationship is that I recognized the ways that I was a fucked up and toxic person towards him. And I did my best to mitigate that and try to, you know, make amends with that. And I think his respect for me grew it grew in that regard versus uh oh i got to go assert my dominance type situation right because part of the reason why people feel like they have to assert dominance in some type type of situation or in some type of fashion is because that person who is asserting that dominance made them feel less than or made them feel inferior in some way shape form or fashion right and so you did have to come and show that you know this is what it is or what's up. But I also think to your second point of like, you know, how you said, how do you allow that space to flourish, but then also let them know that you ain't the one to fuck with. Me and my little brother are two sides of the same coin. We're night and day. We both know it's mutually assured destruction. Um, if it ever has to go to that, like you laughing, he'll tell you that himself. Like I, I know my little brother way too well. We share a lot of the similar gripes about the world in general, and we love each other too much too. We'd rather attack the world and be on you know the same team than have to go mutually assured destruction. But like it's the same thing with my sister. Like y'all met him. Like my sister fight niggas for fun. So me and her used to go for blows back in the day. It's mutually assured destruction, but we don't have to do that just because. You know, we recognize that it's better for us to be together and be against the world than for us to be against each other. Because, again, like I said, with the family dynamic, like all three of us have experienced that, you know, aunts, uncles, you know, are trying to assert dominance or think that they better than you in X, Y and Z. And we've had to let them know. You can fix your mouth to say that again, but the next time you do, I'm going to read you from downtown and back, and I'm going to hurt your feelings in the process. Because I've actually had to do that to a few of my aunts before. Um, and I've had to do that to my parents, too. Like, it, like, don't try me, because 
What you don't want to get is the full weight or the full all seven layers of hell of what you of the point that you're trying to prove here. Because like Dre said, at some point in time, it becomes hating. It becomes like, why do you even feel the need to do this? Right. And I just don't have the space and energy for people to do that anymore. So, yeah. Great. You ever had nephew, anybody, you know, like you see that coming to where like, all right, I'm going to have to. On uh, I think most of the pushback or the, uh, for lack of better words, like tension I get, it's always like sports are competitively like because in real life you know y'all see me around kids my the way i treat my nephews cousins stuff is similar how i treat my kids up a little bit more candidness and um a little bit more profanity but either way like i'm never coming at you with disrespect um or out of left field most of the times i'm asking questions inquiring just to kind of pick your brain to see where you coming from and yep. then add on to that that i've been in your shoes and well most of these kids have seen or experienced way more than you have at that time period so it's always coming off as just me trying to give game or give some sort of um knowledge some sort of wisdom into the situation not necessarily throw salt throw shade the only time like i said i get pushback is when you know your nephews go to the gym a week or two now they feeling a little bit big or strong where they feel like you could take you then it's a a whole nother combo, like you said, where it's like, all right, now we we've always been on this this side of the fence. Now, when you talk about physicality and you want to line up or put the gloves on or whatever the case may be, now we have a whole different combo. Because then it's it's bigger than um you trying me. It's a oh, like you may not have never had your ass whooped before. Uh, oh, you don't know how. A person in the in the street gonna fight you because these kids these days don't fight like you know they they screen warriors so if you think that your first time at a physical dispute should be against me well by all means let me show you let me show you how this shit could play out and I'm gonna do it with love I'm not even gonna treat you like a nigga on the street but I am gonna treat you like a nigga on the street because I'm gonna still whoop you but it ain't gonna be like the person outside of here who has no regard, who don't got to see you no more. They can whoop you and literally leave. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's just different. Um, I think. I want to bring in a funny with this shit. Cause we did. First of all, I finally understand where man strength come from. If you ever, if you ever, for my peoples out there, my guys, if you ever wrestle with like your uncles or your dad or your grandpa and you didn't realize how you're probably five inches taller than this man, 20, 30 pounds bigger than this man, solid, heavier. And somehow this nigga got you on a fucking string. He got you in a pretzel. I know where man strength come from. Because niggas on a daily basis be frustrated about yeah. everything. <laughs> niggas yeah. was frustrated about that nigga that cut him off. That bitch ass yeah. nigga at work got snitched because he took extra five minutes on his break. Your grandma been getting on his nerves since the goddamn 60s. And he ain't been able to say shit, but all right, cool, you got it. You know what I'm saying? But in his head, he been wanting to punch her head off, but he's a stand-up guy. He don't deal with none of that bullshit. All your your dad and your aunts and your and your uncles, he been wanting to touch their ass on a 
I want to whip the ass. He, but he had been backing it off. His his manager that been his manager for about the past 30 years, he been wanting to fuck him. I get where man strength come from. It's Pause. that. What I say? I don't hear the up. I just heard the he been wanting to fuck him. I didn't hear See, that's the on up. your mind. That's on your mind, gang. Clearly. All right. When you go mind. back, when you go back and listen, just make no, sure. No, no, that's you... on your mind, gang. But he been wanting to he been wanting to fuck up a lot of people. Men walk around all day just having to tuck their shit. Niggas with some with a brain. With a brain. That's your see, see where y'all see what Dre still thinking about that TikTok you sent. That's see, that's his problem. But we ain't gonna every time every time Dre or Meat say pause, take a shot. So so look, so basically, he been he been wanting to fuck people up. And he ain't been able to fuck people up so he could be a member of society. That's what he get that shit from. Because yeah. I low-key is like, bro, the next person I truly have to have a fight with, like a physical fight, I oh, might I'm fuck around jail. and kill them. Oh, I'm going to jail. I might fuck around and kill them just off some sheer only seeing red. The second thing is why they had to... <laughs> Shout out to his other kids. But if you ever watched The Family Hustle, you knew King was going to be this little nigga. You knew it. If you've ever watched the... I used to watch The Family Hustle religiously, gang. You knew King was going to be this little nigga. This is yeah. not surprising. I, I don't know nothing about that. Damani was always in the studio. Messiah was always had his, eye, his head in the book somewhere reading and shit. The girls would just be out being the girls. And the little boy was just being cued up on his moms. But King, King was that little nigga that, where King at? If you, don't hear, if you don't hear no noise, if you don't hear him, you need to be looking for him. He was that nigga. So I don't understand but, why people playing surprise. But that, but that also makes me question, like, was what the other kids doing a coping mechanism, right? Because let's be real. From what we know of T.I. and Tiny, they are not the best parents on the face of this planet. They're not. They're just not, right? I mean, nobody and, is, bro. No, but that's not my point. My point is, is that we've even said this about Nick Cannon. How many kids are, is it of them total? Like seven or eight of them? They're not all getting the same version of you oh, that, that nigga is like 11, gang. So even still, like, so Nick Cannon is at 14, right? You're not giving to each one of those children the best version of yourself because you literally can't, right? And so, but even like the the girls that said and even the oldest two have even said it in so with some in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Like our time with them was not was not peaches and days at all. And a lot of people, like you said, aren't shocked that King is acting like this. But that's like my biggest issue is the fact that people are justifying the treatment that T.I. and Tiny did in that moment where they tried to one-up him, per se. and I ain't seen nobody justify it. I just seen that. No, it, I, you you ain't on TikTok then because TikTok have did up and down saying King deserved what he got that day. And I'm like, Pause. Hold on. Hold on. Let's not conflate. He definitely yeah. deserved getting put in a fucking choco because he put hands on his mom. Let's not. We're not going to conflate that. They were but what wrong. I'm saying, like, right? But no, but see, that's but the nigga, point. I don't they give a fuck. They were now. Now that portion, mama, I, I'm fucking you up. I got that portion. I don't disagree with what they're saying. They said he deserved his treatment by Ti. Period. In general, 
That's what saying, they've been saying. I'm gonna agree with and it I'm that like, now, now, again, in that moment, because I didn't watch the video because I don't care. But like, yeah, bro, that, that's my wife. It, it ain't even that. It ain't even that. That's your mama. That's my wife type situation. Don't put your hands on my wife. Like, that's how I'm approaching it, right? But yeah. the fact, it, like, my issue, and again, I'm going to go full. No, I'm going to go ahead and get my cry about rage out right now. My issue is that y'all are literally jumping to defend somebody that, one, you don't even know. But two, y'all are jumping to defend people who we know are trash off general, off just rip, just their treatment of people in general. Because let's not forget, allegedly, y'all, that T.I. and Tiny had some abuse uh, allegations come out. Let's not forget that. That wasn't but less than five years ago. Like, come on. Like, let's not do that. So my issue is that how the fact y'all were quick to 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 blame King for how he acted, but not asked how he got to that point. Because to go back to what you said earlier, Meech, like, you know, it might not happen with your child. Like so I was saying, like it shouldn't happen because I've watched how you've raised your how you've raised your boys. Now they may feel the need to try that, but like you haven't given them a reason to do so. PI has given all of them reasons to do so. But see, my only thing is you don't know how to interpret that. That'd be the thing. You don't know how to interpret your parenting. You could think you're doing everything right and kids still because there's no book to this shit and hindsight. Like once they develop their own who they are, they still might find problems with what you did when you was only trying your best with only good intentions. Not, not saying it's T.I. I'm just telling you how kids will still develop a, a victim, a victimhood instead of being able to keep it balanced. You know so, but that's like, also the issue because a lot of people are using that shit as a fucking copy. I did the best that I could. Congratulations. We're all doing the best that we could. But it just so happens that the best that you could do was still god awful shit. And that's just what that I is, right? Everybody using it as, as a cop out, but we, we could. We no, could and I'm that. Uh, right. I'm not making, I'm just saying, like, most people who use the term I did the best that I could they are using that as a cop out as in well you should understand you know what I had to go through and this is that and the third but that's not my job as your child to understand that my job as your child was to be guided by you and you showed me in the worst way how to do that either through neglect through abandonment abuse whatever it had it showed up as right that was still your job and your position to show me the ways of the world without taking it out on me. You can't use I did the best that I could, you know, as an excuse. Because, again, girl, you're the one that chose to bring me into this world. I can ask for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, As we close, I just want to say I didn't really start feeling like, like understanding my parents, the problems with the, the hardships with being a parent till I had my own. So as so as I got older and having my own kids, I started being more uh, forgiving to like some of the shit that when I was 19, 18, I was really mad that they did this or really mad that they had me in this position. Like I started being like, not that I okayed it, but I was just like, shit. Okay, got it. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Heart thoughts and prayers to the Harris family. Ultimately. Hope y'all no real shit. Prayer. I hope y'all get through this shit, bro. Cause you, know. you saw what happened right after that shit. He he got pulled over shit the same week. He got pulled over speeding. Uh, they said he was. Oh yeah, I got the uh, foot. I thought I said it to y'all. I got pulled over speeding. Um, 
because him and his wife was arguing about something. And like they had them, it's all on traffic cam. Yeah, they... mm-hmm. It's been it's been a long little week for bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh so dude gave him like two tickets and he finesses his way out of it. I didn't know that you could I didn't know you could like well, I didn't know you can deny the sobriety test, but he denied that shit, still got two tickets and got a chance to go home. I was like, bro. Boy, that popularity is something else. I was about to say, you do a certain thing in a certain tax bracket. You in a certain tax bracket. I watched the whole thing because he was, nah, I ain't doing that. You know how he's talking, nah, sir, sir, I'm not doing that. This one's in. I'm like, oh, he's about to go down. And I just keep watching, keep watching. They still, you know, he gave him two tickets. They end up talking to Tiny and stuff on the side. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to let you go, X, Y, and Z, da, 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 da. But, yeah, future rappers, you was just driving too fast. And I just said, man, it just paid. Who pulled him over, APD or Georgia State Patrol? Georgia State Patrol. I'm talking, yeah. Illuminati. Because Georgia State Patrol, if it was anybody else, that nigga would have had a bullet in his back. Damn. (laughs) Where'd you find this? All right. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and continuing on our theme of uh, people talking uh, I had a question is this a trend I've seen uh, and I have a theory but I just I just want to get y'all understanding is what I want to say specifically rich nigga Whole etiquette. So let me let me let me make sure I make this clear. I'm excluding every nigga that's probably listened to this. All right. I'm talking Why? about niggas. <laughs> what well, damn, son? I'm talking about, and this going. Uh, I shouldn't. Say I'm gonna say clear it up because I'm not sure where you're going. No, with I'm not saying shit up. I just I'm not. I let my filter kick in. Um, but, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. Go ahead, get no, it it's the reason why Shorty held that shit for 10, 15 years. But, like, moving on. But, like, there has been a plethora of chicks that fuck with niggas that make a certain amount of money. I would say athletes and, ra- and rappers, entertainers. And they just not have been holding it down. Whether they tell it all on a podcast or... Instagram, social media, they just go and like tell all this nigga business. And I understand that there were escorts for rich niggas back in the day, right? But they held it down. And I want to mark this time of not being able to shut the fuck up in those escort etiquette losing all it with Corinne Steffens. If y'all don't know who Corinne Steffens is, you might know her by her alias, aka Superhead. Uh, so if you so if you don't remember who Corinne Steffens or don't know who she is, she was a chick that was in and through a lot of famous entertainers, rappers, mostly rappers and ball players. Um that I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know about beforehand. I didn't. I didn't know about beforehand. But at one point, she came out with a book, a tell-all book, 
and Shorty was given dirty details. She was given limps. She was given girths. She was given sizes. She was given times. She was given actions. Apparently, this was completely all in detail about some of, at the time, the top. And still, I did some of them still kind of in that goat tier list of niggas that she had been involved with. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And ever since then, it seemed like that's been the move. So I know none of us on this podcast fit that bracket I'm talking about. But like, what do y'all think is the end goal for it? Why all of a sudden has the etiquette shifted? Instead of being a stay quiet. Now, mind you, obviously there's still some that probably do. Right? But like, get your money, stay low, stay humble, and just get your bag. Why all of a sudden now we need to be posting DMs? We need to be like, what's up? Dre, holla at me, bro. Like, what? Like, um. So I think it's 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 layers. I think for one, um, you cannot compare Korean to these chick these days because at least she got paid, hopefully handsomely, to out all her business. Like she wrote a book. I don't think some of these folks can write a book nor read a book. So they're not even going the distance as far as wait. But she was the first. Of course she gonna get But I'm saying that she was the first and how she did it, I think in that capacity separates her from all these women now who are just, oh, let me tweet this. Let me go on this one baby ass platform and reveal my experience. Like they don't even have their end game is not even on the same level as hers, because they they trying to do it for the clicks, which kind of circles around on my second point. I think now it's 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 about the clout. It's about the clout. It's not even for the money purposes anymore. It's it's about the clout because now clout and notoriety sells. And sometimes you could be, quote unquote, financially poor. But if you got clout or if you got a name, you could turn that into something. So now I think um, women and it's some dudes. I'm pretty sure that's doing this, too. Now they move with that, that. That thought process, like, man, if I just catch one slipping, if I could get a picture with this one, like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's just the goal these days to, like, let me be associated with such and such. So now I can use that to further push this. Or I could bring eyes on me by saying, hey, I slipped with this dude. Now that I got these followers. Boom. Let me hit y'all with my new weight loss tee. So I think it's just, like, marketing mixed with clout it's just like the way that people are going about doing things today is just so unusual to where we come from you know what i'm saying that's like back in back in the day side hoes used to be quiet now the side hoes are vocal when main whole responsibilities and things like that like it's just the game has changed so much and i'm always put Social media has definitely flipped our worlds upside down. So I definitely think that plays a part of it. And just false priorities, man. They don't care about they don't care about the bag. Like you wouldn't believe how many times like you'll see someone on a blog or so and so was messing with baby or future. Then they out them. 
And it was like, yeah, he was paying for me to do X, Y, and Z, but yada, yada, yada. For one, you just blew the bag because you That's my don't. thing, bro. It's like, yeah. But, and, and with that being said, on the very opposite end, and those that are doing it right, I think, as much as we talk about the Petty King, I feel like Drake does it right. I feel like Lori Harvey does it right. Like, if we're going to be messing off, oh, you're going to sign this NDA early. <laughs> you're going to sign this paperwork that say you are not going to be able to speak about me. You can't mention me. None of that. I think that's where when, you, when you've reached a certain plateau, you'll realize that, hey, it's an awkward combo to have, but let's just go ahead and get this out the way oh. now. Because that covers all sides. We ain't going to be able to talk about none of this shit. Let's just vibe. Let's do what we got to do. And if we happen to split ways, we split ways. But ain't nobody going to know the, the details and you ain't finna out me. So that's just that's just the type of times we living in now, bro. I don't, I don't never want to make enough money to have to put hot sauce in my condom after I'm done. I'm sorry, what? That's yeah, bro. He mentioned Drake, and that's a that's what I had thought about. Yeah, bro. You don't know. You don't remember that shit? It was a few years back. I remember yeah, vaguely, but okay, yeah, uh, damn, okay, hey, man. Drake, after he used the condom, apparently, according to the chick, he put hot sauce in that. Oh, and she that, got burned because she tried to use it. She still tried to use it. First of all, any hot sauce you could smell. Like you, there's no hot sauce you can't smell. So you opened that shit. What you thought that nigga, thought that nigga shit was acid? You said, "Oh, it's just a little acidic." These hoes crazy and still tried to put it in your shit. You but dumb the thing as hell. is, like, even if before that, this is why sex ed needs to go back into the schools because the soldiers was dead by the time you would have retrieved it, girl. So what you was gonna? Hey. What was what was your end goal here? She was just wishing, giving it to God. She putting it in there and get clearly she she, she gave it to Satan too because a pussy got burnt off. Stupid. But see, that's stupid. the shit that that's the shit that Dre want me to go skip out on heaven to go be down there with nigga. Like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, bro, I just said go be with your friends, bro. I didn't say skip out. But also, anything. there's other people there, like hot sauce shorty. Like, no, bro, I'm not doing that shit, bro. I'm not doing that. I want to. No, she lives in her own personal hell. Fuck that. We're not. We are not the same. No, I, I would lie. be in my own version. Fuck that. That's that's some weird shit. There are also some other weird niggas. I'm not gonna just leave it to the chicks. There's weird niggas out here. And for my basketball fans, uh, you know the weird nigga we about to talk about. Um, Nasty boy nominee. Um, which one? Well, let me let me let's introduce it before because he nominated. He didn't. I don't think he gonna win, but he's definitely nominated. So, um, Josh Giddy, those who that do not know, is a twenty-two year old riser star from the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's like his third year in the league. Um, since we last recorded, it is already. Yeah, bro. Since we last recorded, um, I want to say shit. Maybe while we recording, the news had broke or when story had gotten out. Where um he was seen in pictures with a young lady who was underage. She put it on TikTok, which kind of goes back to what Meach was saying, not holding it down. But 
not victim blame. She um put it on TikTok. I was like, oh, I slept with Josh Giddy, yada yada yada. Whole time coming to find out that she was actually fifteen, um, fifteen or sixteen. Oh wait a minute, what? Yep, yep. So this this news started to break or whatnot, and um, hold on, I need clarification. She was fifteen when she re- like today, like when she released no. the shit. Or she was fifteen no. when people started doing the math. Yeah, when when the when they allegedly slept together, well, it's not allegedly. I think they did sleep together, but I think she was want to say 15, 16 at and that he time. Was how old? He was nineteen. He was nineteen. Um, so old enough to know better. When this broke out, um, a lot of different. Uh, it was a lot of different uh, opinions on it. One, of course, the obvious, like the morale standpoint, like how could you? But then it was, you know, different voices saying, well, why is the NBA just doing an investigation? Why are they not suspending him? Because throughout this whole entire time, he's still been allowed to play. They've still been asking him questions. He's just been saying no comment. It's under investigation. So people were kind of upset about that, comparing him, comparing that to, you know, job Morant situation, X, Y, and Z. Then it came tenfold when they were like, even the media outlets are not giving this the same energy that they've given athletes in the past with their scandals xyz and it just started to unfold almost like a gumbo of like what the hell is going on with josh kitty so with that being said more and more details have come out and it's like at the time yeah he was 19 once say she was 16 um he didn't know uh the owners in his organization knew like oklahoma, oklahoma city thunder knew about this, I want to say last year, um, and yeah, and that's kind of like whereas with the family is not participating in the investigation, the young girl's family, so it's like all coming out in the woodworks now, and it's like at a standstill to where he's probably. Can we can before we get into it? Can we just make sure we don't because we do this? Oh, can let's not conflate the topic. Okay, we can break this down piece by piece. First, I, I'm going to just, I'm playing devil's advocate. I wouldn't lump him into nasty man awards. I'm sorry. I don't. Secondly. Yeah. Keep going. Like, secondly, they for sure giving his ass the Brett Favre treatment. They for the media, the sports media. That's that's exactly my point. You don't know what the Brett Favre treatment is. I don't know what because they're they're not talking about Brett Favre finessing homeless people anymore. It's not even. Oh, you talking about that fuckery he did in Mississippi? Okay, I do know about that. Well, but my that's my. But it should be the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear Brett Favre. But I don't care about celebrities, so there's that. But I get your point. Nah, fuck all that. Because purposely, they giving that nigga the breath off treatment low-key. Thirdly, I don't think he has to say shit. If an investigation is doing something, an investigation is happening. Don't fucking ask me shit. I'm smart enough to know anything I can. (laughs) Anything I say can and will be used against me in the court of law and the court of public opinion. So if I know I'm not smart enough to articulate anything and anything I say can be very much used against me, no comment. I plead what that nigga uh, Chappelle said. Fifth, 
One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I played the fifth. Yeah, fuck all that. And then third yeah. and fourthly, John Morant did that shit on camera. I mean, he was videotaped and, and pictured with this young girl. Um, with I mean, her. I get, I get not fucking her. I get, I get, I get your points. Um, Go ahead. I think. Let's I chop think this shit. I'm. I, I feel you. I'm with you. But as I'm hearing and just you know learning more about the situation, um, ignorance of the law is not an excuse to ignore the law. And that shit with sound that good being, for your nephew. That shit sounds good for your nephew. I understand, and I'm I'm with you. I'm just saying, if if the law is supposed to be this objective, at the the. Not necessarily the goalpost, but just what we critique, what we use to guide our nation. If this was anywhere else, take off names, color, race, anything, any situation, this would have have been dealt with already. But I think the fact the color of the parties that are involved in X, Y, and Z, like it makes it a little bit more nuanced and you have a little bit more leeway. Now, um, so you want to be locked up? Me personally, I don't want anybody to be locked up. So what do you I, want I'm, to see happen? Um, I want the investigation to concur. I would like and further if it happened, detail. And what you mean if what happened? Like if he messed with if her underage? Cool that he definitely smashed when he was 19. Um, and she was 16, 15. Were you- if I'm not mistaken, if he smashed when he was 19, he would have been... A freshman in college, that's like pre-NBA. So I don't necessarily know if that's the NBA's job to heavy our punishment on something that happened before he was a member of the NBA. But, I mean, it might go the silver route. I can't – We uh, it's, it's above us. Like, we can't necessarily pinpoint what should or should not happen. We just outsiders looking in. The um, mm. reason why I say it's a nomination – because, like I said, like you can't ignore the law, X, Y, and Z. And I don't know where this happened or where the ball dropped, but like mm-hmm. when we was young, like you, I think the age question was like maybe the first four or five things, like your name, your number, what school you go to, X, Y, and Z. Like I think those things were some of the first yeah, things we when had. I, when I got to middle school, I'm never fucking with an elementary school girl. I don't care if she in the sixth grade. When I got to high school, I'm never fucking with a middle school girl. When I got to college, I'm not fucking with a high school girl. Like, it just, it wasn't, once I got to that next level, that's why I'm looking. I'm looking forward, gang. I'm never looking back. But we can also say, let's keep it real. If you went to a school in the hood, You know about the dope boys that was parked outside to pick up. Reach, right? Reach. Hey, hey, Christina, if you listen to this, that nigga was 25. We was in ninth grade. Anyways. So, you know about. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, Shorty. You knew that was hey, you knew that was crazy. And was I doing a little bit hating because I did like you? Yeah, I did, but like yeah. Shorty, that's still that's wild nasty. Like I didn't lose to a nigga. I ain't lose to a nigga that was like 
just a better high school person than me. I lost to a grown ass man. Supposed to lose with a prison picture. What? Nah. So so let's not act like this. The shit ain't been. You know what I'm saying? But I know what you mean. For us, bro, if I was not in, the, if we didn't wasn't in the same level of primary school or secondary school. I'm good, gang. All of a sudden, you're like a toddler to me. I don't care if we one year apart. You in eighth grade, I'm in ninth grade. I'm cool, shorty. I don't know. How was y'all? What was y'all on? I'm, I'm with you. I don't, it's, it's nasty. It, it's just a nomination. Granted, you know, every category, you have some people you just throw in there. I don't think you're going to win no award, but it's just, it's just nasty to see, and it's... I think it's even more telling, like you said, how it's being reported on. Like, I don't care about, I don't say I don't care, but for lack of better words, I don't care about the action of him and himself, but just the lack of report when it's been far way less things going on, whether it's weed, whether it's, you know, missing practice. Remember, they used, they criticized Alan Iverson for missing practice. Malika Andrews, where you at, mama? You know what Malika I'm saying? Malika Andrews, where you at? They had a head, you know what I'm saying? We're always but you always calling out young black athletes and they, and they uh, peaked. To kind of uh, lighten the mood because I don't want us to serious this thing out. But yeah. hearing this this topic did kind of, uh, when I started hearing the ages, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? 16, 19, ooh, what a time. What a time when I was 16, 19, in that age range. This got me thinking about some of the things that I was experiencing and going through in my life. And you know, I don't know about y'all, but I remember my first first slice of the, the pie, first slice of the coot noot, if you will. Not the boochie, but you know, <laughs> replace the B, replace the B with the C, y'all know, fellas. You know, you know what I'm talking about. So I wanted to ask y'all, like, how was y'all's First time, like, what was your experience like? <laughs> um, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Uh, Meach, go ahead, take it away for us. First of all, <laughs> I couldn't Lord even feel my mercy. first time because my dumb ass had two rubbers on. So, Wait, excuse me, excuse me, run that back, sir. What did you say? I couldn't feel shit because I w- I had two rubbers. <laughs> I ain't even. I ain't you, even. You wanna you wanna tell word. us why you did that? Nigga, I thought it was nigga double the protection. <laughs> Just like a nigga. Just like a nigga. This I thought said. it was double the protection, fam. I ain't gonna lie, nigga. I went after like after the deed, I guess, and really the only reason why we stopped because you know we had to stop because niggas thought some some was going on and oh we had to stop whatever. Definitely didn't come, so I don't even know if that was my first time for real, for real. Secondly, nigga, I went in the bathroom try to take that shit off. Nigga, that shit was. What happened? <laughs> my full dick was in that bench, like get this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> niggas in that bitch about to turn in blue black like, please get this shit bro I don't know what the fuck I was thinking that's bro. what I'm trying to figure out how did you even get get the second one on there is my question cause like it's simple cause when it first when I'm first putting it on they all lubricated just slide them holes on by the okay. next point 
That was stupid as hell, bro. That Looking did back it was. And the crazy part is the friction between the two would have made both of them pop faster anyway. That's why I'm shocked that you got the second one on there. Nigga, because I was 15. You was determined. That nigga was determined. My boy was. Oh, I'm going to get me some. I'm going to protect you and me, baby. I got one for me and one for you. You feel me? I'm just going to put both of them on there. That shit insane. Shit is crazy. How about you, uh, uh, Martian? Uh, okay, so... You ain't got to think about it that long. I do, actually. Um, <laughs> Not too much. Not too much. You know my first time... That. I, that's why I'm ignoring you and I'm going out. My first time, my first official, official time was in the young days. Uh, I don't know what y'all... Some people call their first sexual interaction, actual penetration, but because I play for the other team, there's a lot of other stuff that go along up in there that y'all don't necessarily, you know, be doing. But, um, don't look at me like that. Because a lot, because the women say y'all, because the women say y'all don't, y'all don't get head no way, so there's that. Um, I'm just saying, the women folks said that, that the men don't get head like that no way, so they, they need a nigga like me to come through, but, um, Whatever. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but to be quite honest, my my first official time, a nigga netted in like thirty seconds. So it was that. I'm saying nigga. Who are you talking about? Him or you? Oh me. Oh, I, I definitely. Yeah, I I, I netted in thirty seconds. It was like, all right, you know. It was excited. So, to, huh? You were you super excited or was it? Was he doing his job? I, I was super doing? excited. He he there yeah, now. Now the second nigga that I smashed, oh yeah, we we went for rounds on that one. Uh that that was the first time I was ever called daddy. I don't like that shit. It's weird. Um and I also got asked, you know, where you learn to get hair like that? Can't tell y'all my secrets, but you know, just know that I know what I'm doing. Yo, you got to get, get your woman with some daddy issues. That daddy hit different. You going? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it don't feel right. I don't Look, like that. Can I ask you a question real quick? Maybe. Because I feel like we all been there at one point where we felt like, oh, shit, this is too early. What was you thinking when you, because you, nigga, you feel it from your feet before you know you about, before you about to, you know it's coming. And you look at the you look at the clock, and you like fuck. What do you do? What were you thinking, bro? Did you feel like you was gonna be embarrassed? Did you feel embarrassed, like in your head? Uh, after the fact, yes. But I was actually more so embarrassed because I knew you niggas wasn't gonna let me down. Let me live it down. Uh, and we I did, bro. It's your first time. You 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 did for all of the span of five business days. I was like, okay, I have to get past when See, I get over that hurdle, I have to find. Huh? You put on two condoms. You'd have been in that bit for 30 hours. <laughs> See? I'm gonna be honest fun. with y'all. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Uh, I'm one of them niggas that don't like condoms. My dick don't get hard with a rubber on. It's one of them niggas. I think most niggas at this point. Oh, uh, you part of the problem. Oh lord. Is, this nigga's this I'm part of the problem, problem because I'm only fucking niggas. So there's that you know, oh, nah, that's not it. Come, of course, that come with its own situations, but like, 
Yeah, I about to say that's not how it works, gang. They not when, just for pregnancy. Straight, straight men say that. Oh, it's the end of the world. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You know, right? Okay, but I'm also not out here just giving my dick to anything that breathes and walks. So there's that. Mm. That's no shade to nobody in general, but like I just I don't. The hookup culture is weird to me. Like I don't like. So even to go back to what we was talking about, like people telling business, like. That's part of the reason why this whole conversation was like throwing me off. Of like, why do you even need to talk about the shit that you can experience with somebody else? Because what's the likelihood of you running into that person and you smashing them? Like y'all, and who's to say that you go get the same level of dick that they gave you? Because you could have just been a jump off. They just probably gave you some sympathy dick, you know, or they may have, you know, got their five hundred shots up between the last person they smashed and you. So like. What benefit do you even get out of that? Because, like, again, that nigga, he didn't get the same level uh, of dick that, that the other nigga got. Just fuck, don't bail, you bail this nigga Dre out. Dre, fuck all that. Was your first time, nigga? I'm now. I was just asking a question because I, no, like, no, I, 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 I was I was looking at the time. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, nah. You going to say your first time and then we going to slide. <laughs> No nah, man, um first time oh lord seemed like it was so long ago. Jesus Christ. Um no nah, my, first, right. my yeah, first time right. was at um was at a, a at a kickback. Now it's called a kickback. I think back then I don't know what we called it, but as you get in the dope, it was basically a kickback. Um and it was hella people around for some reason. It was hella people around it was movie night. That's what it was. It was a movie night. Oh, I there it is. Uh, yep, there it is. Hey, if you got some sidebar, if you got some nieces, nephews, cousins, whatnot, that's either going to the movies or to a movie night, don't. <laughs> don't. Movies is where it go down. That's where it get digital. You know what I'm Somebody saying? Somebody getting finger popped, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's where it's getting digital. And if it's a movie night, these parents these days are not watching your kid how you think they are. So don't don't send them. So boom, back in the story. Um, and these folks had the nerve to watch. Um, it was a Twilight movie night, so they watched all of them bitches in a row and ended with the last one. This is when whenever the last one came out. I don't know yeah. the name of it. Um, 2012, 2013, some shit. Something like that. Long them. Oh, no, I was before that. I was fucking way before that. But um. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Excuse <laughs> me I was in college by then. Um, but yeah, man, movie night, whatever. You know, got a situation. The first couple of them, ain't nobody really paying attention because everybody's seen them. Then we get to the last one. That's the one everybody, like, really locked in on. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The, the young lady here, I'm messing with the time. Just, you know what I'm saying? What's up? You know what I'm saying? All the right, whispering all the right sweet nothings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Building it. Let me put the tip in. You know what I'm saying? So she's yeah. like, well, you know, let's get a blanket. Let's watch the movie. Okay, bet. I'm cold. Hear that. Come on. You know what I'm saying? It's like big-ass match, like wrestling mats everywhere. So literally, everybody is coupled off just watching the movie and shit. Yeah, ain't nobody crib. paying attention to us, man. You tripping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we watching. And i never forget, it get to the... The, the fight scene in the last Twilight. If you seen the Twilight, last Twilight, you know what I'm talking about. The is that what he in the snow and shit? Yes, but it's a dream though. Like they have this whole fight scene, but it's almost like a um, 
I never like seen that friend. shit. I just remember that shit from the trailer. Yeah, like it's bro, that fight scene is what everybody was looking forward to. But whole time come to find out, like you see all that and then realize that the character was like seeing into the future. So it was like a five, ten minute fight scene, everybody died, and then she stepped back into it, it was like, Oh no, we can't do this, like one of those type moves. So man, the fight scene get going. I'm doing my thing, I'm working my game plan. Must have boop got the pants down. I said, Oh snap. <laughs> all this underneath the cover. So I'm like, man, you know, you might as well let me yeah, slide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like Hold you on. said. For everybody that's listening right now, that's how we used to ask for consent. Can I yeah. slide it? You know what I'm saying? Continue, sir. It was the tip. I got you. And it's usually the tip. It's always because, man, we know we get, the, you know what I'm saying? So it was asking, hey, man, let me just put the tip in, you know? Yes, Ooh. sir. Um, then of course, you know, they like, ah, there's people around. I said, shh, bro, we watching a movie. It's surround sign. Ain't nobody paying attention. Ain't nobody thinking about us. Bro, I have condom in pocket and everything. But we are in a public public place. I can't yeah, you just can't. hold on wait. Yeah. So, and we laying side by side. Spoon action type shit. So I'm like, bro, okay. Bro, your first time you went raw diggity. Diggity dog, 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 dog. Your first time you went raw diggity? Oh hey, my first god. Time, oh, it, get, it gets hey. better. First first time went raw diggity. Buzz, I buzzed before the fight scene was over. Like right with the fight scene. So it was less than uh, 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 <laughs> And it's like we watch it. Niggas in the front, like, oh, Dre really into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I thought she was Twilight. Like, nah, Quite I'm, literally into that right. shit. Yeah, I'm Twilight, all right. But yeah, man, Bust literally, as soon as the scene was about that to end, the crazy part is, is I thought I bust in her and I thought I got her pregnant. So literally, my, did, first, my first time was my first pregnancy scare. All this while being oh in high school. Easy. Yeah, it was it was crazy, bro. And oh, yeah, right. and then after that, you know, I learned that that learned me up really well, y'all. Um, yeah, we could another day we gonna talk about the type of prayers niggas really be giving up during pregnancy scares. I think oh, niggas really that's be what y'all would be talking about because I don't have no type of experience with that. So niggas really yeah. be giving was giving their best offerings. Coming to the altar. You feel me? I'd have bent before that throne. See? Nigga, what? Talking about a praise dance when she said, we cool? Sidebar, last question. Martin, you done had some some bad boochie? And Turner, you ever had a bad experience? Just yes or no, sexual experience? Of course, who haven't? Like, I've definitely had a bad experience before. I mean, my experience was my own. Like, the one that I just said, that was my bad experience because it really wasn't an experience, to say the least. But I would say the second bad experience was the fact that... Oh, I'm about to tell all of my business today. Oh, I told shit. y'all about... I told y'all about this. We actually never did revisit this conversation as a unit, and we did it. I'm we actually did it. glad we did <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna oh, get oh, the, can we filter it through our own conversation first before we just put it on our? Uh, oh no no no! I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give you the rated G version. Uh, because I already told y'all the situation. I'm just gonna set the situation up, right? Oh, uh, 
it was my first threesome, and the bitch only lasted like seven minutes. Why? Because the other party in the threesome nutted within like five of those seven minutes. So he did you. He did you. But he had already nutted in the nigga. And so it was just like, right. (laughs) And then went on about his day. And it was just like, okay, well, no point in me being here because... All right, I guess we're done here. So yeah, jumped off the porch and had a threesome. That's crazy. That was also the first time I ate ass too. So must be nice. All right, and on that note, y'all, we are yeah, we gonna go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, this shit done turned to lip service. Let's talk. We gonna go ahead and take a break. (laughs) We'll be right back with more of the Study Hub podcast. Holy. And we are back like four flats on a Cadillac to the Steady Hub podcast. And it is everybody's favorite time of episode, at least mine is. We've reached our terminal segment of this podcast called The Cries of Outrage. Uh, Mine is short, sweet to the point for once. So I'm going to go and get it out the way. Um, Y'all may uh, know of a young rapper, if that's what you want to call him. Uh, by the name or the alias Lil RT. Not sure what the R of the T stands for, but if you're not sure of who or what he is or what he does, he apparently is a six-year-old drill rapper. Um, and apparently is from the Atlanta metro area. Wasn't aware of that until five minutes ago. But um. My cry of outrage is not necessarily for him. My cry of outrage is more so for his folks. Um, because where's this boy's mom and dad at? Where where your mom at? Where 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 where's your mama, right? Um and I ask that because if you listen to some of his lyrics, a lot of his lyrics are very interesting for a six-year-old to be saying, right? They are very violent, graphic, and from what I've heard, sexual in nature. And for you to be six years old talking about any of these things, like you have one experienced them, I... I'm not questioning you. I'm questioning where your mom and dad and your guardians at because CPS needs to be involved at this point. Like, if I was rapping or talking about a number of those things growing up, let me talk about how all of the baby teeth that I did have in my mouth at that time would have been down my throat because Elizabeth didn't play that. She still tells the story when I was like four or five years old Singing Pony by Genuine. And from that day forward, it was nothing but gospel music. Always and forever. At least when I was in a car with her. Right? So, I just want to know where your folks at? And do we need to get CPS involved? Which leads me to my bigger conversation of, I really want y'all to stop having kids that y'all don't want. I want y'all to stop having kids that you can't raise. I want you to stop having kids that you use as an accessory. I want you to stop having kids that you don't 
raise, but you tolerate, that you don't like, but you only tolerate them. I want a lot of y'all to stop having kids and I want a lot of y'all to stop having sex because you clearly don't know that a child comes from having sex. Or if you choose to have sex, have gay sex because you can't get pregnant at that point unless you actually go out of your way to make it happen. Right. Because from the T.I. and Tiny situation to this to, you know, with Lil R.T. and his his rap lyrics to the kids that y'all got, that's you know, causing a ruckus in the schools systems and out in the streets and the Kia boys. A lot of y'all ain't raising y'all kids and a lot of y'all are allowing y'all kids to do whatever the fuck they want to. And you don't recognize or realize how that shit is going to immediately bite you in your ass. And I hate that people be saying this, but it's it's kind of true. Like if you don't whoop your kids, somebody in the street, i.e. the police is going to do it for you. And a lot of y'all are allowing that to get ready to happen as if this shit ain't, that ain't already a problem in general. Like a lot of y'all kids are going to be dead and in jail. And I hate to say it because you literally will not do your job as a parent. And so, yeah, I just need, again, per usual, as I've been saying for the last 17 episodes, I need y'all to do better. That's it. That's all. Sir Meachington. Um, damn, I guess we on parents head top today. Uh, mine is also really quick. Uh, we didn't get the ch- a chance to talk about this um, in the rapping with the homies, uh, but there was a video TikTok that went viral uh, with this teacher. I know she's gonna get in trouble too. That's the that's the sad part. But the teacher recording herself having a conversation uh, with a parent uh, about you know just her dealing with you just an unruly kid that day and it pretty much boiled down to you know the parents is not being on like a teamwork level and just pretty much being like y'all can't handle it you can't handle it so on and so forth and i've had these conversations not a lot but i've had a conversation like a phone call like this happened before i've also had a face-to-face conversation happen like this before um and so my teachers Especially my teachers that are parents. Um, I'm going to give you some words to say. So the next time a parent asks you, well, you can't handle it. I want you to simply say this. I could. But I don't think you would like how I would handle it. And so I want to handle your child. Well. As the best you would see foot. So. How would you like, do you have any suggestions? Because what happens is teachers, parents try to have this air of, and obviously I'm not saying to all parents, obviously we're never talking in absolutes. But when we have these parents like this, nine times out of 10, the parent is fairly young. Um, And I say fairly young, meaning like under 36. Feel me? Um, And to be fair, like the higher you teach, Sometimes I have parents just straight up say, I don't know what to do. Feel me? And that's when I just simply ask for permission to raise them as my own. Because what happens is parents like to straddle the fence. I've had a lady tell me this year, um, don't let, don't let her play with you. Y'all need to get her together, but also don't talk to her crazy. First of all, it's a lot of vague 
dialogue there. What is crazy? Like anybody could take talking to somebody crazy any kind of way. That's not no definite. You feel what I'm saying? What does talk crazy mean? Secondly, ma'am, I'm not going to let no kid play with me about anything. So let's not be, I'm not calling you because I had to. I'm calling you because the law tells me, first of all, this is your seedling. Okay. So I'm, you know, because if I just went into my father nature, you might not like it. And I can tell how they act. I know you don't, they, it's not going to be common practice in your house. Either way, whether it was me talking to them a certain type of way or when it comes to the males, it might be a little bit more physical. You feel me? But teachers, just let them know. I'm calling you not that I cannot handle it, but I want you to tell me or give me some suggestions of what's the best way I should handle it. Because if I handle it the way I would like it to be handled and how I know it could be stopped and quelled, you might not like it. You might not. There's a high chance that it might be against your ministry and you might not like it. So I'm a team player. Okay. You know your kid longer than I have. You've been with them longer than I have. I've only known them. What's today? What's this month? Uh, we in December. So yeah. about four, four months, four or five yeah. months. Mm -hmm. You've known them all their life. Yep. Okay. And for my parents on the other end, just be honest. Just be honest. I just want to give y'all a, a, a hint. No teacher has ever got into this field to just fuck over kids. I promise you. Nobody is in this field to just, like, we don't get paid enough. We have to dedicate way too much energy over the week for my goal to be to just fuck over your one child on the daily basis. I promise you, that's not how it works. Okay? So, teachers, stay strong, stay tough. You're going to get through it. And when you feel like you're done, let me tell you. Don't let parents, don't let admin, don't let nobody tell you. Think about the kids. No, 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 no. You think about your mental health. You think about your kids. And you think about your longevity on this planet because do not let nobody child or their parent cut your, your lifespan short with stress. We're not doing that, okay? I'm going to just tell you, them kids going to be all right. Somebody else will pick them up. Somebody else will catch them. I promise you, they was living in a well and alive before they met you. They'll be all right before. Don't ever stay in education just because you feeling like them Somebody else could do it. So that's it. That's all. Teachers, one love. Let's stand together. Do our thing. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. I don't and I don't think Dre had one. No, I don't think he does have one. With that, we're gonna wrap this episode up of the Study How podcast. Y'all know where to find us. Uh, Dre at Dre, you a fool everywhere on all of his things. Meech at Kid Michi on Instagram and his email if you want to hit him up about stuff. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then me, Martian X, Chic Vile Trades on Instagram and dot com. 
as well as the Setting Hard Podcast. Um, yeah. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Live Time Folks. Fuck with me. I'm going to say some good night. You a dog, you a bum, you need me. Trying to fuck these hoes out here in the street. It's cool, I got a question on you. I'm about to let you know I'm walking in new shoes. Get money, get money, get money, boy.